0: Hello and welcome to Everyday People. My name is of Thank you so much for listening. First of all, bonus content. There's an extra episode of my podcast coming out this Friday. It's not Everyday People, but it's a separate talk with a couple of my school friends. We sat down and we discussed the role of nostalgia and staying in touch with your foundation and those sort of things, staying in touch with your roots. So look for that on Friday on the same channel. Also, for the interview that you're about to listen to, i pulled out some clips look at me being a content creator so the clips will be available on my instagram Thurun and Kempt. that's the same name as the podcast that you're listening to i am Tharun and Kempt everywhere so just search for that on instagram and you'll find me uh, depending on the platform that you're on you might be able to see a link in the description of this podcast and click there so go over there to check out some highlights so the interview today is with a friend of mine called Sudip kumar He is a very quiet person, he's a developer, but he's also a long-distance runner, he reads a lot. He's a fascinating person, and you're going to really enjoy this interview. We had a lot of fun with it. I've always said that I'm unable to get a read on Sudeep just because of his poker face. I love you, you stoic bastard, but I'm glad that I got a chance to really delve deep and talk to you about it. To set some context... We were sitting and having fun, really. And I just keep a mic in my bag and I ask him, hey, do you want to get interviewed? And he's like, yeah, screw it. Why not? And that's how this interview happened. So enjoy. Okay, so let me, uh, let's me let introduce you. Uh, this is Sudeep. Uh, he's my ex-colleague from Zendrive. Right? Uh, how would you introduce yourself? What, uh, Who are you? What do you do? And what is your current side project?
1: All right. so yeah hey, uh, i am am sudeep and uh, i am a programmer by profession um, I'm just currently working on uh, sort of web 3 technologies um, and uh, yeah uh, apart from that i love uh, learning uh, i have been a long time uh, long distance runner and uh, that's something i've like really enjoyed uh, doing over the years and um, I love reading, I love journaling, blogging, uh, just the crazy world of internet in general. Uh, and uh, yeah, I'm uh, like starting to open up a little more. So I think this uh, like fits well into that trajectory.
0: Okay, so even the interview is kind of a project for you to sort of see what new you can learn here.
1: Uh, it's an exploration, yeah. Like, let's see how uh, sort of what happens, right? So, it's a uh, it's a new experience, basically. Yeah. Okay.
0: So, there were a lot of things in your introduction, uh, and we'll get to all of them. But the first one I want to ask you about, because I've been impressed by it before, is your long distance running. Uh, so, tell me a little bit about you know how you got started, what you've done, uh, and what have been your favorite, like, let's say your three favorite moments
1: from your entire. Uh, practice. All right. So, uh, running was, uh, uh, you know, I, I don't know when I started like liked running. I was into cricket, and that was something I, uh, I really enjoyed. Um, but then I figured out that uh, you know I have to rely on people showing up and there being a match, and there was just so much resistance to play. Uh, I think running allowed me to uh, just you know be out and be active and that was something that I enjoyed and uh, yeah and the second reason was uh, I was uh, kind of teased in high school uh, I was called fat ass mm-hmm. so I just wanted to lose some weight right so yeah I, I used to have like three chapatis a day and uh, like run six seven kilometers and when was this what year uh, that was in 2020 20- 11
0: 2012 wow. okay so it's been 11 years and then since then how's it been
1: oh yeah it's been uh, it's been uh, one of the best things uh, that I've done uh, I've really enjoyed that um, uh, basically in college uh, it was just a way to uh, explore um, uh, you know the like small villages outside of uh, the college mm-hmm. uh, and it had like the prettiest uh, sights and like there was great sunset and it was like a great place uh, uh, to be um, so and I also just enjoyed like exerting myself and um, uh, sort of releasing the tension from life uh, so it, it's, it's yeah it's kind of stayed with me uh, uh, and and then, like in when I entered professional life, uh, I basically, um, uh, you know, just continued that, and it was a great uh, way for me to uh, just uh, continue exploring and continue having fun, just being out there. Uh, so I progressed naturally, uh, sort of ten kilometer, twenty kilometer, uh, marathon distance, uh, etc. So uh, yeah, that's that journey of growth has been pretty good uh really enjoyed that so um yeah that's
0: okay and then what has been um, the hardest race you've done
1: and what did you enjoy about it and why did you take that challenge on so right so when i was in college uh 20 it's about 2013 uh, we were just uh hanging around and we searched for Uh, some other conversation led to discussion that what are the toughest uh, uh, long distance races out there and so we did that search and uh, you know there were like some 222 kilometer, 333 kilometer like ultra marathons out there which which was like uh, uh, which which blew my mind actually like uh, that someone can run that distance and and one of the things there was uh, like a 72-kilometer ultramarathon in Leh Ladakh. So Leh Ladakh, Le Ladakh had uh, this uh, legendary Im- image in my mind already uh, back then, like it's a very tough climate to survive and uh, harsh conditions, uh, and the beauty of it. And to kind of run that kind of a distance uh, in that environment, uh, that was something uh, when I saw, it, was like, wow, like, I want to do that. Uh, How long was that race? That was a 72 kilometer wow. race. Okay. Um, yeah, so, basically, uh, after I ran two marathons, um, I thought, okay, like, we can step this up. I think I can attempt, it uh, you know, it's called the Khardungla Challenge. Um, okay. And so I started preparing for it and my plan was uh, basically just to run a few more kilometers every week. <laughs> so basically a marathon training extended to uh, like just increase the volume every week, right? And uh, that was a terrible plan and I <laughs> ended up getting injured. Uh, <laughs> I still remember my last uh, big run before giving up was uh, uh, I went to Caban Park and I was running and two kilometers in I was like my knees are hurting <laughs> and uh, so yeah, um, post that uh, um, decided to hire a coach. So I had done decent running in a month in the month of uh, December and uh, I thought, okay, like, I'm serious about this. Uh, let's uh, get a coach and start preparing for it. So, uh, yeah, that was the start of the preparation.
0: Amazing. I mean, it's even beyond like a marathon, right? An ultra marathon is a very rare uh, occurrence to see from somebody. I, I mean, I know there are, there is a whole community around it. Uh, but to actually meet somebody who's done it is hard what What was your favorite and least favorite moment from that
1: run right so uh, I think there were a lot of uh, uh, special moments uh, there uh, I think the one that tops it all is uh, uh, it's, it's sort of a visual thing basically uh, so the race started at 2am And uh, uh, so it was like uh, the village of Khardung, which is uh, 32 kilometers from uh, Khardungla. So it's basically a race from Khardung to Khardungla to Leh, right? And the first uh, leg from Khardung to Khardungla is 32 kilometers. And then it's uh, 40 kilometers down to Leh. And uh, so it was 2 a.m. and the race started from Khardung and... uh, it, it's the electricity is out by that time in that village and so there were just uh, these uh, 120 people group and had the headlights uh, like headlamps on uh, and it was like uh, yeah in the darkness there are like 100 headlamps and then the race started and the uh, sort of the valley and the mountains that we were going through it was uh, like completely dark and just like headlights and headlights. So that was a pretty unique experience, like to be out there some uh, somewhere so wild and in a group. Uh, yeah. That's awesome. So thank you so much for sharing that. Um,
0: maybe we'll revisit running, but I want to sort of now pivot to your work as a developer. Um, before I talk about, you know, your, your career, do you think of yourself as an introvert like I know like we've been friends for a while and um, we've talked about you know like the energy aspect of just talking to people and everything Um, do you consider yourself an introvert and what does it mean to you like what's your relationship like with people and then if you want to continue progressing that into your career you can otherwise I'll ask you a question about
1: it okay um so, hell yes, I'm an introvert. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, it's, uh, it's always been like that. Uh, I, in my childhood days, when someone would ask me a question, I would just uh, find a way to say yes or no, like just shake my head. And uh, so the only thing that I said was yes or no, and that was by shaking my head. So I didn't need to talk much. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think uh, I have liked to be alone uh, uh, like in, since my childhood days. Uh, I have enjoyed uh, company uh, in sort of activities that we do together. Like I enjoyed playing cricket with other people. Um, you know, I've enjoyed watching TV with family, but it's always been like uh, in like doing some activities, but not conversations.
0: Interesting. Um, Before we started recording, uh, you told me about your experience recently where you felt the need to talk to somebody and you started a conversation with a stranger. Uh, Would you like to tell that story here?
1: Right, so uh, I had gone to Goa and it was a solo trip. Um and uh, for the first four or five days I was just uh, working and uh, kind of visiting the beaches uh, in my spare time, I was uh, kind of enjoy enjoying working uh, at that time. Uh, four or five days later uh, I basically realized that uh, I haven't talked to anyone in a lot of days uh, in real and uh, I was starting to like uh, feel the need to do that Uh, so yeah I was at the beach and uh, I just uh, looked left walked up to the first person that I saw and uh, started talking to her and uh, that kind of uh, yeah led to a pretty good night like we just ended up Uh, drinking and talking uh, and I felt pretty connected Uh, so
0: yeah I think that okay awesome and then so how does like you know your general demeanor fit into your career as a developer do you find that to be like a good thing and uh, what is satisfying to you about your career
1: yeah I think my demeanor definitely fits into my career um uh, first of all, it, it is a solo job. You know, it's software engineering is something that uh, is some more conducive to the remote uh, work environment, as uh, so it appeals to a lot of uh, introverts. Uh, I do, like, enjoy talking to people, but it's usually around uh, something technical. So we have a common goal, which is not... Um, some person but ideas Uh, so that is uh, i think something that i enjoy Uh, i sort of find uh, like i find the wonder of the world more interesting than myself so i tend to focus a lot on the outer world and uh, not think so much about myself
0: right Okay, um, so how long have you been working? And then, um, what are you most proud of? And as a software developer, like what you've made.
1: Uh, right. So, uh, so in my field, uh, I've been working for about six years, seven years if you count internships. Um, so I've done uh, like back end uh, work. Uh, so that was in Java, Elasticsearch, MongoDB, and so on. Uh, that was for one and a half years, and then I switched to the iOS domain, uh, mobile domain, uh, where I built some closed source uh, iOS Um and uh, yeah, basically did some back end work, and then. Uh, I went into this rabbit hole of uh, blockchain and cryptocurrency and um, uh, basically yeah, I wanted to work on that because it's a new field and uh, it's something where a lot of innovation is possible, a lot of interesting projects will be there, um, which will be like more engineering driven rather than product driven. So that sort of appealed to me and uh, I switched uh, there and I'm currently working uh, in the Ethereum uh, mining softwares. Uh, uh, yeah kind of extending them for the use cases of uh, the organization sorry
0: do you think that like how do you feel about the future of crypto I mean just because it's a hot topic and I would love to get an insider's uh, explanation basically of the future and potential of crypto
1: right I think yeah it's it's definitely very very speculative and uh, I think overhyped a lot of things um, but uh There are some genuine products uh, that uh, come out in the market. So I think uh, like one very simple thing is sort of a a current uh, country agnostic uh, currency. So it can be used by any country to transfer and there are no uh, boundaries of country. There's just a free exchange of a common currency and the kind of trades that uh, that will enable. So that's uh, one very simple uh, application of uh, the cryptocurrencies, uh, decentralized exchanges. Uh, and then you have uh, just, you know, the, the kind of financial products uh, that you can build um, using programmable money. Uh, that's uh, like really astonishing. Um, so i think yeah there are some applications that come out of it nfts is uh, another one it is like inflated but it definitely has its use cases Uh, so there there are definitely a lot of use cases that uh, cryptos and blockchain technologies in general bring Um, so yeah there will be you know a period where a lot of products that don't work out go off and uh, like just in general up and down in the confidence of the technology uh, but i think it will sort out and uh, people will uh, see what the use cases are so you you think that the market
0: will eventually stabilize and uh, not be like a minefield right now like just anybody doing anything whatever they want
1: that's right yeah like it's an it's an exploration of uh, what you can do with the blockchain and uh, yeah many people will right now say that hey this is going to work with blockchain but it proves to be a poor economic model or like uh, product model so it uh, just fails and uh, so this way there's like there's going to be a purging of uh, the products that don't work right. and and realization of what works with the blockchain technology where and what people want yeah okay so
0: coming back to you um, you mentioned a lot of other hobbies um, reading you said I know you're an avid reader um, did you mention writing yeah, yeah you mentioned writing so what, what do you obviously I'm going to ask you about that what, what do you write uh, I know you journal what else do you write and what has been your best experience writing
1: alright uh, so well kind of starting from the now uh, it's the writing has mostly been uh, uh, journals uh, so As a writer, I have enjoyed um, that feeling that you get when you accurately capture your thought and feeling in written word. So that's a feeling of, ah, that's like strikes a chord, right? Yeah, it's it's resolved, like it's out of your head. Yeah. So I've enjoyed like chasing that feeling and uh, uh, that is some of the most uh, wonderful feelings uh, that you can get in writing. Um, yeah mostly it's about like uh, breakthroughs or sort of vague feelings uh, getting defined uh, that has been uh, my focus right now and how long have you been journaling I've been journaling uh, maybe let's 2012
0: wow okay that's that's even longer than I <laughs> 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 okay um, so what's next for you I mean you know, looking forward, what are you most excited about in the next six, seven months? And uh, yeah, let's let's answer that question first. What are you most excited
1: about in the next six, seven months? Uh, well, in the next six, seven months, uh, I'm uh, getting married, so that's something <laughs> that I'm looking forward to. Uh, it's been a struggle, uh, and I'm looking for that uh resolution to <laughs> conclude and i can like <laughs> rest in peace um yeah that is there um then yeah i'm definitely looking to like just learn more things uh in software engineering kind of going back to the college uh, textbooks which i never studied in college um, but yeah just uh, enjoying uh, learning around my career
0: that's interesting. Do you think, like, more people who are, you know, entering their 30s or are towards the end, like, becoming professionals, do you feel like they would benefit from going back to their college textbooks that most of us did not use in our college, let's be honest? Uh,
1: right. It, it depends on... Uh, um, it depends on if you see that you get value out of it Uh mm, like Like, for example I know that uh, there are a lot of interesting ideas in those college textbooks Uh, like uh, uh, computer science is a very uh, interesting field and um, yeah there's like a lot of brilliant uh, abstract ideas that kind of neatly map to reality and uh, it's just very interesting to read so I definitely enjoy going back to the college textbooks and, uh, even textbooks, which are like given out in like other colleges.
0: Ah. Right. So like ideas that we were too young to appreciate in college.
1: Um, I don't think we were too young to appreciate that in college, but it's just, we had uh, different motives in college and studies right. wasn't one of them. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's right. Um. but yeah I I do like uh, uh, enjoy uh, reading books uh, and which is kind of surprising for me that people uh, don't do that uh, often Uh, but yeah to each his own
0: what are you reading
1: currently? Uh, so I am reading uh, this book called uh, Breath so it's basically uh, you know about uh, breathing um, and sort of the experiments that have happened around it and the proper way to breathe um, sort of the powers of breathing uh, and so on uh, The kind of just highlighting the research around it so yeah that's uh, something that's been awesome thank you so
0: much um, I feel like my second last question given you know your experience and this is solely about your experience if there was a clone of you mm-hmm. a younger clone so an introverted developer, but who likes pushing themselves, who likes challenging themselves, goes for runs and reads and all that. What, what do you think uh, would be your three best pieces of advice for that person?
1: Wow, advice is I always look out for that. <laughs> <laughs> the younger self and the current self. Uh, but uh, yeah, I think three pieces of advice. The first is uh, it does get better. Uh, I think for me it has uh, uh, gotten better with age, uh, my experience of life. Uh, so yeah, I will definitely say that uh, yeah, it, it it does get better. Uh, so hang in there. <laughs> um, secondly, um, uh, I would say you know just enjoy uh, doing what you do and. Uh, it's okay to take risks and uh, in order to chase uh, where your curiosities uh, lie, right? And it's uh, if you optimize for curiosity, then you will be good at what you do. So yeah, just try to be honest about that. Um, and the third piece of advice I think would be um, maybe what are the stocks that you should invest in <laughs> because you know yeah if I can give my younger self financial freedom then (laughs) that's a great gift right
0: (laughs) right amazing thank you so much those are
1: three wonderful
0: pieces of advice this is the last question of the formal interview Um, do you have anything that you want to plug or pitch like something that you yourself do that you want people to check out and if not something else that you're impressed by that you want people to google Uh, recommend something Uh, it can be a movie a song a book whatever you
1: like Wow, a recommendation. <laughs> I, oh, let's see. So I definitely have my uh, blog going on right now. So it's called moskud.xyz. So that's M-O-S-K-U-D dot X-Y-Z. Uh, so I just write uh, uh, technical blogs there and also a lot of uh, uh, journal entries, which uh, uh, i have uh, exposed uh so that's uh, something you can check out um in books category yeah i have given a lot of books recommendations so i'm gonna indulge in that uh so yeah definitely do check out uh, Fyodor Dostoevsky. uh it's a pretty old author but he if you enjoy psychology and sort of just uh, the inner world uh uh, yeah like uh, that's uh, he he has written some wonderful books Crime and Punishment and uh, Notes from the Underground and so on so if you have a philosophical uh, sort of outlook on life uh, and are just interested in psychology in general uh, that is a great uh, uh, author amazing thank you so much Sudeep
0: so this is the end of the formal interview uh, and now it's just a little casual back and forth if you have questions for me the first question i actually have for you in the informal you said that this was a test you wanted to test yourself mm-hmm. so how has the, how was that experience we talked for about 25
1: minutes about you basically <laughs> um that's uh, wow well, yeah it's it's been a good experience like i did not get uh, conscious uh, as i feared and kind of froze uh, so yeah felt pretty much in flow the entire uh, duration so that's that's been good um, yeah uh, something that I've kind of not enjoyed is uh, maybe putting it in form of a story uh, to tell it in podcast like um, there is uh, I don't know what it is maybe it's like uh, you know in reality is messy and uh, but when you tell a story you have to sort of confine it Uh, within a few ideas so there's a lot of things that get lost Um, so yeah maybe just uh, that that process of it that I I did not enjoy Um, but yeah uh, overall a fun experience Uh, thank you
0: I'm just gonna stand now because I'm tired of holding this mic back and forth Uh, yeah any questions you have for me now like just essay time
1: pass right. so What is something that you are looking forward to in the next six months?
0: Uh, So I recently just started living alone again. And like, yeah, you are getting married, but I'm probably going to be alone for a while. So just like seeing how I have developed in that line. So I've lived alone twice before. And this is my third time doing it. And then it's interesting each time it gets a little easier. So that's what I'm really looking forward to uh, you yourself can manage a house right you've lived um, the hostel life and the pg life quite a bit
1: yeah that's right i've uh, uh, lived it uh, but i won't say I've, I've done a good job with uh, like the cleanliness and uh, managing things uh no that was like uh, the typical hostel rooms and uh, hygiene and stuff yeah So
0: i'm gonna ask you the loaded question right and we know there is only one right answer to this um, are you going to be helping out your wife with managing the
1: house <laughs> uh, yeah yeah definitely that is uh something i will do yeah
0: how, how do you feel about like the previous generation of managers Arams <laughs> are bad heaven, they like, you know, can't really do anything, don't know how to run a washing machine,
1: etc. Um, well, that is a comfortable life, right? <laughs>
0: is it? I, I, I feel
1: like it's so sad you are so dependent
0: on somebody else doing it for you. If that person went away, what would you do?
1: (laughs) Uh, That is a different concept, that of, you know, pride and independence. But (laughs) think about the comfort of it. (laughs) (laughs) Which would you prefer, the comfort or the independence? (laughs) The independence. Ah, There you go. (laughs) (laughs) What I'm saying is, I understand. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I understand. I wish...
0: (laughs) You know, <laughs> I feel like the pandemic. A lot of men actually did pick up a broom for the first time, which is good. Yeah, it's finally some progress. How How has the pandemic been for you,
1: by the way? Uh, wow! Uh, pandemic is uh, has been crazy, particularly the second wave. Uh, the first wave was crazy as well, but uh, in the first wave, um, so if I was staying with my friends. Uh, like a lot of them had come over and uh, so there were like five or six of us mm. so what we thought was uh like if, if if we are like five or six of us the work will get divided and it will be the less for everyone mm. but that did not end up happening <laughs> <laughs> five or six people means like a messier house and more people to cook for yes. <laughs> with uh, enough people looking at each other's faces (laughs) but yeah it was a really fun experience we ended up uh, playing fifa tournaments and uh, just having a blast Uh, yeah that's that's been the first wave I swear like I mean I was living
0: alone just before the pandemic and just before so February 2020 my parents moved from Calcutta to Bangalore to live with me Mm -hmm. and then March 2020 everything shut down so we often wonder like imagine what it would have been like and my sister was alone for a while then she came to stay with us for a year and now she's you know gone to Delhi again so like I feel really really bad for people who were fully alone in the pandemic because the first few months was just panic like nobody knew what to do uh, how how was how was your family and everything during the pandemic? Uh,
1: well, um, yeah, that's right. Uh, I was definitely lucky to like uh, be with people. Yeah, I think uh, uh, like yeah, a lot of people ended up staying alone, uh, and uh, they just got stuck somewhere or something. Uh, it definitely was very uh, difficult uh, for them and a lot of people died also yeah I mean yeah it's 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 been just a crazy uh, crazy pandemic um, yeah a crazy event
0: yeah and I want to clarify um, to anybody listening that the pandemic is not over I'm not saying it's over it's just a little bit more relaxed now please don't come after my throat we're being careful and you know getting a booster shot and using masks and everything please please wear masks um Okay so to I guess um, I the last thing I want to address is what I told you earlier is you know I find it very hard to read you. You have a stoic face, you have a poker face. Um, are you uh, do you enjoy stoicism like what do you what are your views on those values and that philosophy?
1: Right so. I think Stoicism and uh, sort of the Indian philosophy of uh, Karma Yoga are um, very very similar. Uh, so basically, Stoicism uh, kind of says that uh, they basically sort of you can say three tenets. Uh, they're not even tenets, just ideas. Uh, which is you gotta um, see the things that are under your control, and then you gotta see the things that are not under your control and uh, sort of care only about things that are under your control you know so if a situation comes you uh, see if it's under your control you do something about it if it's not under your control uh, you just don't care so it's a a pretty weird philosophy Karma Yoga is uh, something sort of similar that you just do your uh, work and uh, don't care about the results don't care about things which are not under your control so it's, it has a lot of uh, uh, kind of logical appeal yeah and that personally appeals to you as well oh yeah like uh, that That does um, uh, I think like yeah I'm, I am a sensitive person and uh, uh, so I don't like enjoy negative emotions so I'd had to kind of figure out ways to uh, just control that and this was like a pretty logical uh, thing to do. Like either you have uh, something to do about it or you don't. And uh, how how should you feel about it? Sudeep Kumar, thank you very much. Thank you very much. Well. It's, been, it's been great. Yeah, thanks for having me.
0: And there you have it. Another episode of Everyday People concluded i hope you enjoyed it i would like to inform you if you are actually listening to this you made it through the entire interview you probably love this series and you should follow it on whatever podcast platform you're listening on it would mean a lot to me and also remember come to the Tharman camp instagram for the highlights that i'll be posting this week the week that this episode came out i'm feeling good i have published now five episodes of this series back to back this podcast. Uh, these are episodes 101 to 105 actually of everyday people and i'm feeling inspired to continue doing this on a weekly basis so thank you so much for listening follow the channel come to the instagram leave a comment saying that you enjoyed this episode and i will see you next time Bye bye